three, two, one, ba-bam! Welcome back everyone to the ninth episode of New Brew Podcast. Featuring myself, Osman, and... What's going on everyone? It's Hassan here again. And today we got a special guest. Mr. Deshay is the founder of Dynasty Events. He's a full-time nightlife entrepreneur. He started in the entertainment and nightlife business at the age of 14. He's won back-to-back awards for the Toronto 19th Annual Promoting Awards. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Hey, welcome, Before man. we get in, I just want to say I really appreciate you guys reaching out to me and getting sure, me on man. a dope podcast. Uh, I looked at your stuff. It looks really, really good, and you guys have some bright future ahead of you. So. Yeah, man. Thank you, Thank man. you. And with guests like you, this is going to be a brighter, right? <laughs> eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, I went out last night, like, because I do the nightlife stuff. Woke up at, like... Right at eleven, I know it's supposed <laughs> oh, to be. Oh yeah, no, no. <laughs> but I went to bed at like six a.m. So like, I'm on like five hours of sleep right now. <laughs> preaching so to the choir, bro. You're preaching to the choir. So yeah. I, I appreciate the brew, man. I appreciate the the tea and stuff. Of course, man. yeah, of for course. sure. Whatever gets you awake on Sunday mornings, well, don't yeah. worry about that. I'm glad you can make it, man. Yeah, yeah. like I'm happy to ha- to be here. Actually, it's yeah. cold yeah. as fuck outside. Yeah, it's freezing. This weather is horrible. I'm Great. going to Miami next month. <laughs> Yo, you're like, fuck this weather. I'm yeah, out. Yeah. Just came, you just came from Las too. Vegas, didn't you? Yeah, I came from Las Vegas. Yeah, uh-huh. It wasn't as warm yeah. as when I went to Miami like two months ago because it's during like the kind of like slow season right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you wear jackets at nighttime. That's all like chilly it is. Damn. In yeah. Las Vegas? Yeah, but like, yeah. like there's no pool parties. So, you know, if there's no pool parties, it's not warm enough. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah it's too yeah. cold. That yeah, makes yeah. sense. That's why I'm like, I wouldn't go back there till summer. Mm-hmm. But like, Miami's warm right now. So, yeah. Yeah. is always warm. Yeah, we went to Miami around, what was it, February as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Around and it there. got a little chilly at night. Oh, really? Like, yeah. where I was wearing like a thin spring jacket. Oh, wow. Uh, and yeah. the pools were closed. So, you know, oh, in Miami the, too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it was Miami's chilly during dope, the night. Yeah. Miami's like, so dope. One of the man. best experiences I ever had. Likewise. But I lost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The no, clubs out there are crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We went to live. We went to live. Yeah, I went to live too. Live on crazy. a Sunday, right? Uh, oh, no. When do we go? We was went on a Saturday. So that was house okay. music. Uh, yeah, it was house music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sundays is like the best night. It's like for hip hop. So I think you guys would like it. Oh, um, damn. I didn't know that. And they own other they own other venues too. Yeah, that are really nice. Like it's great decor, and like they have a lot of crazy lineups and yeah. talent. Um, I actually know the owner, but like he's like he's doing really well. He's like a, he's like worth a billion dollars. Oh wow! Damn. Yeah, he's yeah. he's huge. He owns like a couple of restaurants that are really well partnered up with like Pharrell. Um, does live obviously? <clears throat> yeah, owns like another club called Story. Right on. Yeah, so he does pretty good in Miami. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. That's dope. Speaking of clubs, how'd you get involved, man? Yo, disclaimer for everyone watching, <laughs> me and him used to actually work as a dishwasher yeah, at Apricot Tree Cafe. Yeah. Oh, to come up like My six, first seven job. years ago. I have Same. to get into this. So I don't even know how old I was because it was so long ago. It was so long ago. It was like yeah. 16, 17. But this is how it kind of played out. So I actually got into the clubs when I was like 14, 15. Yeah. Um, I actually got in because I used to go to the clubs a lot. Now, back then, my parents were really strict, like my great-grandparents. That's where I used to, like, live with. Um, and I used to sneak out the window to go to these clubs. Yeah, yeah. And, like, my grandfather would check up on me. 
and like I'd put pillows on my bed to look at, like to make it look <laughs> like I'm like sleeping. Like there's a body underneath the yeah, bed. <laughs> yeah, he would not turn on the light because it's so late. It's like two in the morning. Yeah. He would just like open the door and then just look. Yeah. And then just see me laying down because I noticed that's what he would do. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I should like try my best to like make it seem that I'm still there. <laughs> Jump out the window, come back, go through the window again because we have an alarm, so like they would know I'd leave the house, right? Uh-huh. But anyways, that's kind of I used to sneak out. And then like hook up with my like link up with my boys and then go to the clubs, and these clubs were like massive lineups. Yeah. And then I used to see people like skip these lineups, and I'm like, yo, who are these people? Right. And then someone introduced me to that promoting aspect of it, like their yeah, promoters. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's such a cool thing. And then I actually got introduced to the best promoter in the city, and he just taught me everything I I know now. And uh, was that like fourteen, fifteen? Yeah. So I actually got in because I didn't want to wait in the lines anymore. Yeah. Because it was yeah. so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to skip the lines. Right. So, okay. so I did it for free, and then I was so good at it that they started paying me. And then what ended up happening was, um, all my friends got older, and stopped going. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't have any clients anymore, so I had to get a job. Right. And I had no experience except for promoting. Yeah. So my first job was dishwashing. Hey, that's the only thing I could. That's up. the only thing I could get. Yeah, basically, yeah. it was my first job too. Like <laughs> yeah. it was, it's good money. It was good money. It's good people. You know what I mean? It's a good spot too, Africa country. Yeah, I've never been. I've never been, but I hear good things. Yeah, it's a prestigious restaurant. You know, it's prestigious when the dishwasher has to wear a dress shirt, dress pants, and dress shoes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. how serious it is. All right, and it's on Missaga Road, so the clientele yeah. is really up there. You yeah, know? yeah, I met a lot of dope people. A lot of cool people there, so, um, so that's kind of how I got into it. Yeah, like it was crazy though, cause we almost got fired a few times. It's few times, <laughs> more than a few times. Yeah, bro. they would warn us because <laughs> Over me. What? Okay, it was so busy that you needed two dishwashers. That's how busy it was, yeah. right? You yeah. needed two, and then it was always me and him on the night shift, cause I would never do day shift. I'm not a morning person, and uh, like at the end of the shift, we would close the restaurant yeah. at like three, four in the morning. Yeah, and like they they're known for the desserts, so we would like take pieces of cake <laughs> and we got so good at it that we would do like small thin slices thin of slice different cakes, cakes. <laughs> you won't notice because and you, you won't tell. notice because they used to catch us because yeah. i would take like big slices i'm a horrible at cutting i didn't go to school for culinary because <laughs> like bam right and the then they'll, like they'll be like yo like why are you stealing our cake <laughs> yeah for sure. and i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> they're like yo we know we know how much was left there's like half of it gone like what are you guys doing yeah. selling our cake <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was pretty funny like the owner would come at us like yeah. cuss us out be like yo stop doing that i used to fight with the chef like he would just come in the dish pit and like throw his pans oh, and I'm, yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like yo buddy like what's your problem like i'm such a nice guy to you and you're like treating me like um like i'm no one you know yeah. <laughs> but honestly like I, I i look back at it and i'm like yo that experience really humbled me to yeah, where i'm at now yeah. Because, like, in life, I will never, like, disrespect anyone. Yeah. Like, no matter what position they're at, I feel yeah. like everyone has a role to play. Even in my industry, like, in the club stuff, like, I respect everybody, like, through, like, the busters, through the person that's in the washroom, like, giving you, like, yeah, Kleenex yeah, yeah. And, and, like, Every job all is that important. Stuff. Yeah, like, everyone has a role to play. Like, yeah, no one, yeah. I don't feel like anyone's better than anyone. Um, That's what dishwashing, like, made me, like, more humble in yeah. that lane. So, like... Which is good. Because, like, I started literally at the bottom doing that. And then eventually, um, I got a job at Boston Pizza mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. as a front desk, right. like, as a host. And I quit the dishwashing and pursued that. And I'm, like, I actually see myself, like, working in this type of field. Yeah. 
the hospitality industry because I just love serving people. Um, and that's what I told them. So they're like, oh, you have a bright future here. Like you can get into serving, bartending, and then eventually get into management if you stay long enough. Yeah. And I was at school at the time mm-hmm. studying to like be an event manager. Right. So it was like my lane. But I got kind of greedy. And uh, my boy was in sales and uh, he's making a lot of money. And of course, I wasn't making a lot being a front desk, you know, and I'm getting older. I'm like 19 at the time. And then I actually ended up leaving to like pursue that. Yeah. And um, I did really well my first six months, but I didn't love it. I didn't yeah. have the passion for it like I did for like the dish- sales job, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't have the passion like I did for dishwashing. Or, like, the front desk job that I had. Because it wasn't restaurant. It wasn't right. serving people. It was just yeah. literally selling something to someone and yeah. making the commission while you're, like, getting paid, like, top dollar. Yeah. And then, like, I made more than what I used to make in my previous jobs. Mm. And I, I still didn't feel, like, in a good spot, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's why I feel like no matter what you do in life, I feel like you got to follow your passion. Because if you do something you don't love and you're making a lot of money... Like, you're going to end up regretting it because yeah, you're, like, sure. cutting yourself short. Right. And that's how I felt. So, I ended up quitting. And then from there is actually when I started my company. Nice. So, I got back into the club scene. And then from there, I haven't worked ever since. So, that was, like, five years ago. Nice. Damn. Yeah. So, I've been full-time, like, five years ago. That's dope. That's crazy, man. And uh, trust me, it's, like, a bumpy road because you can make a lot of money and you can lose a lot of money in any business. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of risk in investments. In investments. And... Um, like that being said, I'm just trying to think of something I was about to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Totally forgot. So when was the? <clears throat> so you said you've been five years. So when was when did you know that okay, you know this is gonna be a full time thing for me? Because I'm pretty sure like your first few events, obviously you might like kick bucket. You're like fuck, you know, I'm not getting yeah. enough ROI on this. Yeah. So that being said, um, I started my first party. Um, at the club I used to work at. Yeah. And this is a massive club. It, it holds like 2,000 people. Yeah. And I did a party there. My first party ever in the industry for 19 plus. Yeah. And I got 100 people there. That's dope. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> is the, for your first oh. party to get 100 people? Oh, it's dope. Like, it looks dope. <coughs> but, like, but on paper, your, I lost, on like, paper, I yeah, lost like, thousands of dollars. What was the occupancy limit for that? Um, 2,000 people. Okay, so uh, then, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. then then is the <laughs> so limit. Like, you know how crazy it is? Okay, so I did everything I could. But the thing is, I didn't have promoters like I had now. I don't yeah. have. A, I didn't have a team. You you have a team. It was yeah. just me. It was just know? a one-man just show. A, yeah, it was a one-man show. I did everything. So back then, we used to flyer. Oh, it was all guerrilla marketing. Uh, yeah, yeah, guerrilla. Yeah. There was no thick, yeah. thing, such thing as social media. The only social media thing was like Facebook. Yeah. And like what was big on Facebook is like events. So like right. you would do an event and invite all your friends. Right. And I had like 5,000 friends on Facebook. Yeah. But then that died because Facebook like banned that. Like you couldn't invite all your friends. Yeah, anymore. you couldn't. So like I my limit was like 100 people. So like all, <coughs> it was only 100 people. And I'm yeah, like, holy yeah. shit. And I invested <coughs> into flyers like ads um a lot of driving like i used to like flyer like by myself yeah yeah and i did like 100 people and i'm like fuck i remember my cousin came with like a group of friends and he's right. like he walked in and he like walked around oh. <laughs> and i'm like yo where are you going it's my first party where are you going uh, you're not yeah, supporting yeah. me he's like i love you bro but i i gotta go i'm like oh, <laughs> oh my god then i man. see him go across the street to the other to my to competition oh, and i'm shit. like damn like if my cousin's Say leaving, your own cousin. if my cousin's <laughs> leaving my fret my flesh and blood, if he's watching this he's gonna laugh but if he's leaving you know it's a bad party yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, know I mean? and you gotta step your game up after yeah, that yeah how'd and, you deal uh, with that how'd you deal with that taking that l on your first like that first was a big ever L. Um, 
I don't know. Like, I actually was going to leave because I got into a lot of debt. Yeah. And I owed a lot of people money. My mom had to, like, pay me all this money. And I'm like, I'll pay you back eventually. Um, obviously, I did. Yeah. But I owed, like, the DJ, um, the door girl, security. Like, I owed a lot of people money because I didn't have it. Like, the door made no money. It was only 100 <laughs> You only people. got 100 people. Yeah, and yeah, I right. didn't bring cash. So, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. The, I owed the club money. Like, I had to pay a rental fee, everything. Yeah. Like, it was a completely mess. So, I was depressed. I'm like, yo, it's my first party after, like, leaving my good job, making some serious money. Right. And it was, like, guaranteed mm-hmm. money. And then I got into this first party. All that money I had from my job that I saved up for, like, six months, put it on that party. And I lost everything. Right. So, like, going from that to there, it was, like, it was horrible. Yeah. And, like, what ended up happening, I'm like, yo, honestly, I might have to get another job. But then I'm like, okay, hold on. Let me just think for a second. And I just Googled, like, nightclub stuff. Yeah. And I came across a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the guy that I was on the podcast, like, two times in Miami. Right. And then from there, he's been, like, a good mentor of mine. So, I kind of read the book, and it kept me... Like, it kind of inspired me yeah. to, like, do bigger things. Like, right. he even said in the book he did parties where he lost money. Yeah. And now he's, like, like pretty much a millionaire. Right. Yeah. What was the um, book, if you don't mind? It's called The Nightlife Entrepreneur. The Nightlife Entrepreneur. I read that, like, at least five times. Yeah. Did yeah. you read that before coming or coming on the podcast or even, like, coming in? You said you read it five times now, right? Uh, yeah, that was, like, years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. And you did this podcast recently. That's pretty dope. Yeah, I did That's the podcast last year and this year. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think? Do you think it's important for people to have mentors in this, oh, especially 100, in this 100%, industry? Oh, one hundred percent. It saves you so much time and mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Like one thing you could say to people: you can be smart and learn from your mistakes, or you can be wise and skip them yeah. by someone telling you and showing you the way. Um, so basically, he taught me like how to scale my business and take it to the next level, and like he actually did a course that I took. And um, what I was telling people about the course is, like, I also do one-on-one consulting with him. Like, that's kind of why I'm going back to Miami to meet up with him. Yeah. And, like, talk about, like, where I'm at right now and where I want to go. Yeah. Because that's all we do, go back and forth. It's Mm -hmm. like, yo, okay, you got me here. Now I want to go there. Yeah. And then go there. And then go there. Because, like, I I don't want to be stagnant. I don't, like, want to be where I'm at and ever, like, drop down. Because that's the worst. Yeah. Like, how I felt before. Like, going from making, like... I don't know, a lot of money to, like, losing all your money you saved. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, having a mentor is huge in anything you do because they also, like, put you on, too, mm-hmm. to their network of friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like your network of friends is everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. your network is your net worth. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. Like, it's called a lot of association. So, who you kind of surround yourself with is you're going to become. Yeah. Like, if you chill with, like, five bummy people right. you're gonna be the sixth one you're gonna yeah. be the sixth one you chill yeah. around rich people you're gonna be the sixth one too yeah. so yeah. it's kind of how it is and yeah. how i perspect like how i you know see things um and also um like if you want to ever level up just chill with the right people right yeah, yeah that's yeah. crucial I, that's super important man for sure. everything like yeah because you like you're on their frequency exactly, exactly. and yeah. like you speak the same language the way you do so if they speak like horrible yeah no yeah. for sure for it'll sure. rub off on you everything you know? rubs off on you man <clears throat> yeah. as cliche it is as yeah. it is it's so true man yeah. you are who you surround, surround yourself, yourself with, with. yeah for sure. it's your environment yeah. for sure you're the product of your own mm-hmm. environment mm-hmm. for much. sure like i can vouch for that i mean if i still uh, you know kicked it with the people that i was still friends with back in high school like grade nine ten i mean most of those people are you know dropped out 
in jail, I think 70% of them. Uh, but I changed my crowd when I was in grade 12, and thankfully yeah. I did, because then that taught me a lot about, okay, what do I need to prioritize? Yeah. Got in university, thankfully, and then yeah. made my way in that. I'm still with those group of friends yeah, that yeah, I mean yeah. grade 12. Yeah. But if it was the other people, God knows where yeah, I would have been. Yeah, I know. Right? I could say the same, too. Like, high school, I used to be, like... So, I was hanging with the wrong crowd. Um, I used to go to Father Gates. It's, mm. like, um, uh, high school in Mississauga. Yeah. All these guys just do it. It's an older crowd, too. Like, a year or two older than me. All they would do it on, like breaks is like smoke weed yeah i used to be uh, that's all i used to do smoke yeah, weed. Yeah. now i don't even touch that and if people like smoke weed around me, i'm like yo like i'm like get away from me right, yeah right, right. i don't do drugs i actually recently stopped drinking um i'm just focusing like strictly on the business yeah you know? yeah i want to clear your head all the time yeah i want to be like more professional you know I get like that. how can someone see you drunk and you're right, like right, supposed right. to own some company? exactly right. how are they going to trust you yeah. with not just money but like you know yeah, yeah. any decision making for that matter i feel like when i do go out like last night i didn't i didn't work i just went out to party yeah i could drink then yeah that's different right yeah, it's different but when you're working i feel like you got to keep it that's what my mentor told me he's like i don't drink anymore like he told me, like at a young age, he stopped drinking, and his mm-hmm. business went from like here to like there. Wow! Mm-hmm. wow, wow. So that's where I'm trying to get at. You know, that takes like super discipline because yeah. you're because uh, you're around that because you're in the clubs where you know, yeah, that's the atmosphere. And, yeah, like, bottle service, atmosphere. drugs. That's the yeah, atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. I know, unfortunately, yeah. but it feels so much better that you're like just looking from a different perspective. You're not drunk. And you see things a lot differently. Yeah. yeah. And then you like you look at things and you're like, oh, I need to improve this. I got to work on this more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're drunk, you don't even know what's going on. Like, you're just you're chilling. sloppy, you're just, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's all bad. Yeah. yeah. That's True. insane. You yeah. can't be the life of the party. You got to create it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just did a show recently. I think it was your birthday party with Baka. Yeah, yeah. That was huge. How did that go, bro? That was huge. So I stumbled across his DJ. Yeah. Uh, his name is Charlie B. He's like a good friend of mine now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I consider him one of my mentors too. Yeah. Um. So he DJs for Baca at the OVO Festival. Dope. That's kind of how I I know him. Um. And I I ran into him at like one of the clubs and uh, someone introduced me to him, telling him who I am. Got his number. Started booking him at the clubs. Um. And then I messaged him because I knew he's Baca's DJ. Hmm. And I'm like, Yo, how much is Baca? And I gave him like a like a price that i could afford yeah and then he like laughed at it Damn. <laughs> and then i'm like all right okay hold on and then i gave him another price and he's like okay we'll do it obviously that price i don't want to say but <laughs> it was a lot more than what i expected but it was cool though because i i i covered all the funds yeah i did all the investments um and i obviously paid off because it was a dope party yeah. i didn't end up getting a picture because i was really really lit that night yeah but um i got a dope video that my videographer I saw captured yeah. and it was like a movie like that was probably one of the best experiences i ever had Damn. so like to get into that so so i went from that flop party yeah. like years ago to like almost going to leave the industry right and then i launched back on my birthday because i felt like that would be the biggest party of the year because it's my birthday yeah like people don't come out all the time right yeah but on your birthday they're gonna come support right so I did my birthday. I didn't do much. I did like 50 people, five autos. And then a year later, I progressed to like 500 people, 5,000 in sales just at my one table. Right. And then a year later, it went from like 500 to like 700 yeah. to like 10,000 at my table. And remind you, that doesn't include what the club made. That's just like one table. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot. And then after that, I'm like, yo, how do I top that? Like, how do I 
do better than that because people are saying like yo your birthday's coming up what do you have planned mm. what do you have scheduled like it has to be crazier than last year and i told myself like 700 people ten thousand dollars how do i duplicate that again and that's why i added baka uh so that like made it over the top and yeah. like my goal was like to have drake there Right. But True. he's at another party, so uh, I'm like, I got heartbroken when I saw that. <laughs> I saw on his story he's at a club in Toronto yeah. for some like another celebrity's party, and mm -hmm. I thought he would come for Baca. That's why I, like the booking was there too, because it was like, oh Drake came, that would have been insane. Yeah, that would have been insane. But like it was still dope. Like I love Baca, and he performed really yeah. well, and like the crowd was so engaging. Like it was a crazy party. Like one of the best experiences I ever I ever did, and one of the biggest bookings I ever did too, yeah. and you know. I didn't lose money, so the money that I made, I'm investing in in future parties with like other celebrities too. Yeah. So that being said, I have a party um, this month with EXO, nice. so it should be big too. And oh, like yeah. every month, I'm thinking to do like a big act. What date is that? Um, Friday, February 21st. That's reading week. Okay. Right, so right, everyone's back from school, uh, and I know it's going to be busy regardless. Yeah. So just add in the EXO element, right. it's going to bring it over the top. Because yeah. every time I do this type of parties, I do research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my birthday was a hit or miss because it was right after New Year's, yeah. and everyone went out this year on New Year's. Yeah, like yeah. everyone. Uh -huh. Like New Year's was the busiest year in this year. Like 2020. It was insane. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah. Like every club was slammed. And there was so much competition that every single person went out for New Year's. Right. Like, if you didn't, you probably did a party in your house. Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. So I thought that would affect my birthday. And that's why, like, the whole Baca right. thing came about, too. That's dope. Yeah. Man. So that was, a, that was a dope experience. That's and that taught me experience. how to, like, write up a real contract and, like, get the artist to sign it. And, yeah. you know, like, it's like I learned a lot from it. That's, so, yeah. like, getting into that, you probably have, like, all these, uh, I want to say, employees that, you know, draft up your contract for you, do the legalities of it, sent, like... Yeah, I have an assistant. Uh, you, you, you have an assistant, right? Yeah. Right. So, during uh, the, like, actual promoting of a party, how many people are kind of involved in that whole process, other than you and your assistant? Yeah, there's a lot. Because um, right now, I have about 10 guys that work for me. I don't call them my employees. They're uh, like They're like my homies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your homies? Yeah, yeah they're like yeah, friends yeah. that... My, one of my partners is like one of my best friends for sure he went to my school i actually played soccer with him when i was like eight or nine yeah. i know his family he knows my family nice. and now we're like partners and like we're working on like big stuff right now um but yeah we have about 10 guys that work for the company and uh, we also have a girl team nice. that we're trying to grow as well and recently i don't know if you guys saw but or if you saw um i i did an ad on facebook and instagram of like hiring promoters like mm -hmm. i was like a get get paid a party ad and we had like 300 applications nice so uh, nice. me and my assistant are just going through that and we're like filtering it and try to get the best because it's like we don't want to just hire anyone like right, it can't sure. just be like hey we're hiring we're gonna hire you yeah no like there's a process be. like any other yeah. business right? exactly so like my goal is to have like at least 100 to 150 employees working for me um this year because that would like take my business to a whole Right. Another level, like whole another level. So does that mean that you're gonna be able to do multiple parties? On for the sure, night? for sure. For example, Rebel um, knocked on my door and said, "Hey, we want you to work here and actually control one of our rooms." And I had a meeting there, and I'm like, "Yo, this is a great opportunity." But to be honest with you, I don't think I'm ready. Because yeah. if I'm ready, I want to do like a thousand people a week, and like yeah, people right. will be like, "Yo, who is this guy?" Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, like a hundred, two hundred. I already do that on like a slow night. That's nothing special, right? And I'm like, I want to have the right team 
in order for me to even jump into that lane. Yeah. But I love the club I work at right now, so it's like I didn't want to leave either. So like Ankle. I'm really comfortable. Ankle, right? Huh? Ankle. Uh that's yeah, Ankle. But right now I'm at Juliet on Saturday, so it's mm. downtown. Uh, um on King Street. Yeah, I've been there for like four or five years now. Dale. Same thing with Ankle too. I've yeah. been there since it opened almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um what days are you doing Ankle or is it uh, like Ankle's variable? on Friday? Okay. And then downtown I'm on Saturday. Yeah. But, like, summer, I usually, like, do, like, four or five times a week. Yeah. But I want to kind of cut it down. Like, I don't want to do so many parties a week and, like, you know, like, kill myself. Yeah, I want to yeah. do, like, three the most and then have, like, once a month, like, a really huge party. You know? That's yeah. my goal. Do you ever get tired of the club scene? It's like, I know you're there to make money, but, like, don't you get tired of it? Like, oh, You know God, what the yeah. thing is? I would never get tired of partying. Yeah. But I would get tired of making money partying. Yeah. Cause it's like so repetitive, yeah. and like, like when you love something and you're making money from it, it's like bittersweet. Cause like you gotta treat it like a business, mm-hmm. and like sometimes I'm so nice to people because what I love, and some like deals I'll lose money just because of the passion I have. Cause your passion like kind of like takes over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like sometimes I'm like, yo, I don't want to make money. I just want to have a good time, and like to have to like try to like balance the both. It's like, it's like a yeah. It's like a heads or tails kind yeah. of thing, um, but no, I don't. I don't get tired of it. Not okay. at all. I mean, it's tiring for sure, but I love it. So like, yeah. it's like what I love to do. Exactly. Yeah. I don't see you, myself doing this in like ten, twenty years. Right. You don't. Right. You do. I don't know. Yeah. I see myself owning the venues. Right. Um, That's what my next question would yeah. be. Like fifteen years down the line, you yeah. want to be owning your yeah, own honestly, venue. Yeah. Right? Honestly, in the next five years, like before I turn thirty, like I better have something. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I better have something or like like not something have a few to be honest with you like right now um like i make good money but like now i'm trying to make my money work for me so i'm trying to get into real estate stocks like stuff that makes sense and that can like duplicate um basically make your money work for you so that years down the line you're like i don't need to do this anymore yeah i just do it if i want to exactly i don't do it because i have to and um obviously want to own like restaurants that's my that's the thing i want to get into i love that industry i want to own nightclubs a couple bars like, yeah you know i want to i want to be that guy like in the future like because there's a lot of guys that are doing well right now mm-hmm. but like they're they're gonna retire eventually like yeah. they're not gonna go on in their like 80s like, right for sure doing clubs so like the new generation is gonna come and they have like myself and like take, take over. over right yeah you know yeah, you gotta yeah. have what six sources of uh income right six or seven six or seven to become a millionaire exactly yeah Yeah. i like that man you have a you have a crazy chip on your shoulder yeah for sure you're not you're not content i think that's the main thing being an entrepreneur you got to have that drive yeah because honestly i've been in situations where i can make more money doing something that i don't love yeah but i'm like i already been would you really do that though right yeah Yeah. right i already been through that lane in the sales job And I'm like, I don't want to go through that again. Like, why would I? It's not fulfilling. Yeah, it's not fulfilling. It's not your purpose either. Exactly. You know, I feel like, why would you sell your soul to something you don't enjoy? Exactly. You know, so that's the way I see it. Yeah. How do you, um, I know you spoke on this a little bit, but uh, how you uh, interact with certain people, but what if they don't interact with you on the same energy, like haters? Like, how do you deal with people that like? I got to get into a crazy story right now. Yeah. So talk about haters. So someone sent me a text saying like, yo, someone spray painted in the Anko parking garage. Fuck my company. Sorry for my language. 
Nah, no, it's all cool. Want. Yeah, but the, it said like "fuck dynasty," like yeah. oh, big bold letters, like spray paint. Someone sent that to me. I'm like, oh shit, like that's serious. Yeah. yeah. And then like I had to go with my boy and like fucking um, put paint over it. I was right. gonna like talk to the owner and be like. Um, I want to see the footage because I want to know who did it. Exactly, yeah. But I didn't know when it happened, so I, I'm like, yo, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't know because I park in a certain area so that like no one will fuck up my car. Right, right. So right. I, I never saw it. Okay. But someone sent me it, and I'm like, holy shit! And then people are making fake accounts about me, like saying some crazy shit about me, and like DMing all my girls, all my promoters. Oh damn! Like oh, trying to downplay your yeah, reputation, man. Like calling me a fraud and shit. Yeah. Uh, but my boy Daniel G, shout out to him. He's like a really great friend of mine. He's like one of my mentors too. He does really, really well um for his industry. He actually went on tour and like spoke in like fifteen cities. Yeah. In USA and nice. like five in Toronto. Like Canada, sorry. Um he's doing big things right now. But he's like, Bro, don't, that's nothing. I had like a hundred accounts um like talking shit about me he's like at least you know how it feels yeah but it's like bro just move past it like he's like yo if you don't have any haters you're not doing something exactly. right yeah. like, exactly i'm like yo did someone really have time out of their day to make a fake account and dm all my friends saying crazy shit about me Damn. that's not true yeah but i'm like i but like we ended up finding out who it was and yeah. he like kind of like went go so <laughs> yeah i'm not a conf- like i'm not a like a guy like yeah, yeah. i wouldn't like Send people after him and like scare him or threaten him because yeah. like, I'm not that type of person. I don't have it in you me. You just want to know who it is for yeah. your own safety. Exactly. Yeah, because like, I'm just like, what if this guy, like, he was talking to people saying, like, yo, if I see his car, I'm going to like fucking yeah. slash his tires, yeah. smash his windows. I'm like, yo, how can someone talk like that? Because yeah. the thing is, I'm such a nice person as people. You wouldn't yeah. think so. I right? didn't think someone would hate me that level. Yeah. Like, what did I do to you for you Damn. to like hate on me? Who do you think it was? Just your level of success? No, I think like, I'm flexing too hard you're flexing too hard right? <laughs> and i'm not it's just my lifestyle yeah right? right it's not like i'm posting money on instagram every day people like, need something that's to what hate people on. do though it's crazy yeah well that's like a different level of hate like yeah, dming it. like that many accounts how much yeah. time do you have and you're making hands? accounts about the guy because people are dming like, me like yo who is this who is this guy? they're like dming me saying this about you like and i'm like i don't know Oh, uh, you gotta go on damage control after that too. And then my uh, friends like, yo, if you find out who it is, you can actually sue them. Yeah, because defamation. it's like harassment, yeah. and they're saying like su- false information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but you didn't. I didn't, I didn't want to get into that because yeah. they eventually stopped, right? Yeah, Once they you stopped. Find out. Yeah. yeah, so it's all good. But um, <laughs> going crazy. through that, it's that's like crazy. a different experience, man. Yeah. Like, trust me. But I feel like everyone that's successful goes through it. Yeah. Um, yeah. just because like it comes with it, you know. Yeah, everything has a price you have to pay. So I mean, if that's what it is, I'll, I'll have it. Yeah, just look at Kevin Hart, man. The amount of shit that he deals with, with the whole like uh, LGBTQ like, yeah, coming man. after him. Even, even his when own he boy. Even his times. own boy. Um, the guy who extorted him for the video when um, yeah, like I don't want to bring it up obviously, but when he was unfaithful to his wife, yeah. his boy was the one who recorded him. No way. Yeah, and he tried to extort him. Try to Holy send it over shit. to tabloids and shit. And they Kevin, found out. Kevin did you watch the my... Kevin Hart documentary? No, I didn't. Bro, no. you gotta, you gotta watch, watch that. He's my guy, it. though. Like, he, he's dope. Like, You'll match his com- frequency. Because his is all about hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. wakes up at 5 a.m. every single day. 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. or something like yeah. that. To do to workouts. Work yeah, to work yeah. out. No, I watched um something on YouTube. But I'm like, yo, I like this guy. Like, he's he's like kind of like me. Like, I rate his hustle. Like, he's so successful right now. And he's still striving for more. Yeah. That's what I like. Because, like... No matter how much you make, like, 
you'll have an appetite to make more. Yeah, right, right. And it's not a bad thing. Like, people say rich people are, like, horrible people. No, it's no, not true. They have a hustle factor. In yeah. That. And I feel like no matter how much money you have or you don't have money, it's all about your character. So yeah, if, yeah. You ha- if you're a good person and you have money, you're going to do good things. You're going to give back. Yeah. You're going to help the less unfortunate but if you're a bad person you're gonna do bad things for sure right so I feel like money's just a tool to help you to do like greater things depending on your yeah. character right yeah so yeah it brings me, I yeah. read a quote about that money doesn't change who you are it just brings out who exposes you're supposed to who be you are. yeah exposes that's, who yeah, that's dope I like that quote uh, that's dope yeah I yeah, like yeah. that man. That's, like, that's very true. Look like at Jay Z, man. Yeah, man. Jay Z is like I look up to the I look up to the guy. He went from nothing to a billion dollars. The first guy in hip hop to do to do yeah. that. Yeah. And look how much he gave back, like to all the people, Nipsey Hussle, mm, right. Kobe Bryant. Like yeah. I saw how much he gave back, yeah. like millions to their families because they lost a loved one, right? Yeah. Helped out Meek Mill. Yeah. Helped out a lot of rappers actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and like gave and like look at LeBron. Um, he did really good with money too. Like he created that school for like yeah, people right, that right, couldn't right. afford it. Yeah. Like stuff like that is like so so like nice, greatness, you know. Yeah. It says a lot about a person. It says it's too, like man. you're doing more than what you're supposed to, and you're doing stuff behind the scenes yeah. that you're not even trying to get credit for. Yeah, you're just doing it because you have it in your heart. You exactly. Know? exactly, because you have you're on platform and you're able to like you said you yeah, have that money. Um, and you should be giving to people who aren't at that. I guess for sure. Place I know that's are. what I want to do. I want to create um. So my goal is when I get to a certain point in my career is actually start a nonprofit for mental health. That's awesome. Yeah, because I'm really big on that, and yeah. I and I suffered with depression in yeah. the past too, so I know how it is. Yeah, man. So I'd love to give that back to like people that are less unfortunate than me. Like that's one of my goals. That's like amazing, when I get man. to a certain point in my career and I could get back like at a at a good rate. Yeah. You know? yeah. So something I want to do for sure because it's so it's so big in North America. Yeah, man. A lot of people suffer from that, especially like. High school students now, yeah. elementary, especially yeah. from, like, bullying and, like, all that stuff. So, yeah. I would love to help out. Yeah. Um, Yo, we're definitely behind you if you yeah. start yeah. us, anything like yeah. that. And it, well, used, to, it used to be swept under the rug. I'm glad it's yeah. getting a bigger know, spotlight getting, now. Yeah, because, yeah. like, like Bella's talk is big, too. Mm-hmm. I actually, like, um, a few of them reached out to me, and I did some volunteer work with them. Right. I'm trying to, like, do, like, a party where, like, some of the, like, money will go back to them. Right. It's, Thinking about that, I actually done a few parties in the past at Anko where we gave to some charities. Like one was a toy drive yeah. to like children that came from like you That's know awesome. poor families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did like a big toy. I'm like, yo guys, if you want to come in, bring a toy. Yeah, bring and, a like, toy. And like everyone almost brought a toy. That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, they only did it because they didn't want a big cover. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, like yeah, it, but it, it was helps. good though. Like I'm like, yo, if you don't want to pay cover, then bring a toy. Bring a toy. And if you want to pay cover, that's great because some of it's going to the charity. Right. So I love that, man. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that, like I think it that's was for Christmas. Important. Like we gave, yeah. I don't know, like a hundred toys yeah, or something yeah. like that. That's oh, awesome. that's we had like a, like a couple of bags yeah. full. I think that's super important, man. Any position you're in, I think you gotta give back. Like right? eventually, it's, it's right. gonna be. I want to do it on a scale when I'm like net worth like over a mil. Um, like ten percent of all my earnings will go to yeah. to my charity. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And then obviously I'll collect funds for it too. Yeah. So that would be big. That would be big. I love that, man. Yeah. Love that. Anything? So what do you have um, planned? Other than, okay, you said the EXO party, right? Going yeah. back and you're promoting. Um, what's kind of like your biggest goal? To, like which artist? I know you mentioned Drake. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically. I'm I'm looking at a few artists in the states. So how I kind of structure it too, for like the big parties is like I would book someone who's at like 
the Scotia Arena. Yeah. I'll do their after party. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm looking at right now. I'll look at, like, celebrities that come from the States at a certain time to Canada. Yeah. And book them for after parties. So that's what I'm doing a lot of research on it. I don't want to like say names and like give it yeah, up yeah, already. Because yeah, yeah. how I usually do it, I don't tell people anything. Yeah. I just launch it. And then you launch it. Yeah. And then people are like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Because it can spoil it. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, people are like, oh shit, this guy's coming. Like, yeah, I'm going to get a tick of the day up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't help anyone. That doesn't help. That just right. creates more stress on me. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, like, we're at like this soul. Like, fuck, you yeah, know? Yeah. But. But that's how I kind of do it. Like, I just go on Google. Yeah. I do, like, it's like market research, basically, from my industry. I see who's coming in town. For example, Roddy Rich came in town. I was going yeah, yeah, to book him, but it was, like, too much. And I was going to book him, but it was, like, too short notice. And you got to, like, obviously, like, plan for success. So yeah. I'm, like, I already have the XO party. Like, do I really need him? But I'm, like, he would be a dope person to, like, yeah, book, sure. though. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, there's a few artists um, that are coming in March that I'm trying to get my hands on yeah. for an after party, um, which should be really big. Yeah. yeah. So, like, every month I want to book at least one big talent. And then the other weeklies, I just do, like, local talent. Yeah, so, for yeah. example, um, I book, like, Candy K, Nadia Stone. Nice. Um, nice I've nice. done parties for, like, ARPZ before. Dope. Uh, influencer Brad Souza. Uh-huh. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. Yeah, a few other people that are no. really big in the city. Like, I filter through so many rappers. Oh, my God, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Because I've been there for, like, five years. So, imagine, yeah. like, 365. Well, not 365. Yeah. But, like, for, you know, four, uh, four times a month, like, booking, like, different acts. Like, right, it's crazy. Right, right. Like, yeah, I have to go... Th- I have to, like... I've, there's a list of like names that I go through, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, "Fuck, I already did this." How do you time. how do you filter them out based on their like music or like their their? Well, following if I don't their... like them, I'm not gonna book them, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> because I'm not gonna be like a shady guy and be like, "Yeah, come to the club," and I don't even like them. I have yeah. to like them first, <laughs> right, right, right? And if and I don't want them to create any problems, like I don't want them to like you know have situations where if they came to the club, it would be an issue. Yeah. So I do like background check on them too. True. Um, right. So like you know, make sure they're not like on a house arrest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are some situations that that does happen. Yeah, that's mm. crazy, man. Uh, like, the, your industry is like so many different moving parts. You gotta pay attention to everything. Like you said, yeah. like you're looking at different venues. You're looking at different artists coming yeah. through. You're looking at how you can plan them. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's a lot of moving parts. Uh, it is. Yeah. So like, in the off chance, if you know, if you have a personality coming in and suddenly their PR takes a hit. How do you deal with that? Oh, so talking about that, you know Brad Souza? Yeah. He used to date Tana. You know Tana? She's an influencer. Uh, So what... Did she do something on, like, did she have, like, some PR issue online? Well, not her. He did. He did. So what happened was um, they used to date, and uh, she's one of the biggest influencers in the world. I think she's the biggest YouTuber girl. Yeah. She does YouTube videos for a living. Right. And uh, she's, like, super successful. So they were dating, and he lives in Toronto. I think she, like, I don't know, they live together in L.A. or something. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if he cheated on her. I don't know the real story. I didn't actually ask him because right. it's not my business. Right. Yeah. But people said he cheated on her. I don't know if it was, like, an actual thing or it was a rumor. Yeah. But um, she ended up breaking up with him. And he got into the influencing on YouTube through her because she, like, put him on some of her videos. Yeah. And then he started his own YouTube channel. And he became super super successful at it too. Yeah. And then he went from like being super successful and like power couple to like cheating on her, and then people are like bashing him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't think he cheated on her because he did a video where he's like, "Yo, I didn't cheat, but I just like, I kind of like flirted." 
Right. Yeah. I didn't cheat, you know, but they still consider that cheating. Yeah, yeah. So people, there's a lot of backlash on it. So when I booked him, people are like, yo, I'm going to come and like slap this guy. <laughs> I'm going to like throw a drink at him. I'm oh. like, yo, relax. He's actually a cool guy. Yeah. yeah. And like, like the flyer got recognition. The, they know who that is, but it was bad recognition. But it was bad yeah. recognition, yeah. right? Yeah. But Must now have, like, yeah. it's all good because she's like married to like some other influencer called yeah. Jake Paul. I don't know if you Jake know. Jake Paul, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's his wife. Logan Paul. But I think they Ray, broke yeah. up though. Yeah, Logan Paul. I think they broke up though. It's weird. <laughs> they just got married like recently. Yeah, Unless it's like a lie, I don't know. But don't now know. he like fights and shit. Yeah, yeah, he, he I does saw like that those fight. boxing. boxing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was in the club and I was like watching it, <laughs> and then people saw it like, "Yo, are you really watching a Jake Paul fight?" <laughs> in a I'm club. like, "Yeah, that's my that's like my hero. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love that guy. He's dope. Like, yeah. like he's like gonna be the first billionaire on YouTube. Yeah, that's what yeah. he said. That's his goal. Right? Because he has an empire. Like he's like, yo, oh, he does. I yeah. like what Dr. Dre did. You know, signed talent under him. And brought them up like mm-hmm. 50 Cent, yeah. Eminem, all those guys, and made them like next level superstars. And he's trying to do that for like the space of YouTube. Yeah. But then I think he got into the boxing professional lane. Yeah. yeah. Which is more money. So like he's doing pretty he, well. He won himself. a fight recently. Right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a big fight. I watched it. It's pretty dope. Oh, so I'm not too familiar. So he got into it professionally. I thought it was like, um, I guess, a marketing ploy or like a celebrity boxing thing. But it, he's it, actually in it, this professionally now. I think at the start it was, but now he's like taking it super serious. Yeah, and he's right. good, man. He's actually good. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. Good for him, though. Yeah. He's good killing it. Yeah. Killing it. So speaking of entrepreneurship, um, how has social media kind of upped your business? Like, I'm pretty sure 90% of your business is now done on social media. So. For sure. Um, so it used to just be from handing out flyers. Yeah. So that was a lot harder because it's like physical labor. Like you get like thousands of flyers. Yeah. Pounding the pavement. Huh? Pounding the pavement. Yeah. And you yeah, just, man, you you just hand it out and you got to talk to like so many people. Like, it's crazy communication. Like, yeah. that helped me, like, grow so much. Because that's, like, <laughs> that's, like, the bottom of the barrel. Like, literally, I would go to parking lots, malls, schools, um, restaurants, clubs, and just literally stand outside, hand out flyers. Hand out flyers People yeah. will get the flyer, throw it. Yeah. You know? Like, imagine going through that. Yeah. Now it's, like, yo, I just post something and, like, you Create know, an ad and sponsor and it. And it's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so much easier. But it's a lot more money into it. Yeah. But yeah. the payout is a lot better. And I think it's easier for any industry. Like now, everything is online. Like yeah. it's just literally from your phone. Yeah. Like the like the startup fee, and your overhead is a lot lower yeah, than lot what lower. it used to oh, be. Oh yeah, you're not printing anything. Yeah. Everything everything is digital now. Right. So like now, like people don't have to buy a physical ticket from you. You can just send them a link. Yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. And it t- and your time doesn't get wasted either. Yeah, exactly. you actually have your to go out. Yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Send a message. You know what I mean? yeah, but man. I feel like everyone considers himself an entrepreneur. Everyone considers himself yeah. a model. Yeah. Just because they have a photographer that takes have pictures that of bio, them. Bro. <laughs> yeah, like it's funny. Like you're not an entrepreneur if you don't even have a business register. Yeah. You know, yeah. at least register first and make actual money. Right. Then you could be like, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a or have figure. a few businesses. <laughs> yeah. I'm not hating anyone because that's not my thing. I'm just saying, like some people, yeah. like. But there's are doing always, it the there's wrong always, way. it's not everything is a gray area, right? There's yeah. always, uh, there's always a line. Where yeah. you, like there's something me, you say you are and something you aren't. Yeah, for sure. Like for me, like I, I don't like people in my space that are doing really well. I would never be like, oh, like I'm jealous of that guy. Yeah. I'd be like, yo, congratulations, number one, yeah. baking up, and number two, like how did you do it? Yeah. Because yeah. I want to know how. Yeah. Like You're what's the, what's the secret? Like, yeah. I wouldn't say, like, oh, this guy's doing better than me. Like, yo, I'm going to hate on him and like, right. talk shit yeah, about yeah, him. Yeah. Like, 
I don't have that kind You'll of mentality. create hundred accounts about the guy, yeah. message all the girls. Yo, that yeah. helps. <laughs> Yo, that helps no one. Just like jealousy, like helps yeah. no one. Yeah, it just like, like puts you, you in a state you're of wasting blood. your time. Yeah, and you're, you're wasting the other person's time. You're wasting your energy. You're though. not wasting learning your energy. Yeah. You're wasting your energy. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. like imagine. Okay, Drake. I watched his interview about Pusha T. Yeah, he's like, Yo, this guy's not even on my level. Why am I even having? A back-to-back battle with him. Yeah. Like, why am I gonna use that energy, yeah. that negative energy yeah. on this guy? The rap radar, right? Yeah, rap yeah. radar, and I can use it into my music. Yeah. And he came out with hit songs after that. Yeah. Right. He basically went from like some guy like shitting on him yeah. to be like, "Yo, fuck you! I'm not gonna make your career boost up. Exactly. Because I waste time on you. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna use that energy and use it into my music. Yeah. And now he had the biggest album of like. Of his career, Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. A billion streams. Like, yeah, that's man. huge. I'm pretty sure he won, he won a Grammy in front of Pushy T, too. Like, yeah. if he was in the crowd as well. Like, that's that's, that's, that's a freaking... Like, that's the ultimate check. So, like, so that hater, I, I could have posted on my story and be like, yo, this guy's hating on me. Or outed him, wasting you know? time. And, yeah. like, go back yeah. and forth with him. But I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. It was, like, coming towards my birthday. I'm like, why don't I just, like, you know, do something bigger and let him talk about that. Success you is know? the best revenge. Yeah, right. success is the best revenge for sure. <laughs> That's insane. Yo, one thing I vividly remember is like uh, when we used to work at Apricot. One thing you told me is like really stuck with me. It's like um, you were talking about this whole plan that you had. It's like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. start this. Uh, I'm gonna start this uh, club promotion business, and I'm gonna build it up. You actually t- did talk to me about that. Really? You yeah? also talked to me about one thing. It's like you know how we were on Miss Saga Road, right? Yeah. You told me that I'm going to knock on everyone's door in Mississauga Road and ask what they do for a living so I can get there myself. Wow. I vividly remember that. Wow. I was like, that's fucking Yo, insane. Yo, you know what's crazy? Um, so I'm big on law and traction because yeah. I read a lot of books about it. I'm so big on it. And I go to like seminars. Yeah. I take courses. I, I, I believe in that stuff. Like in my room, it's all like whiteboards of like my goals right. and like my vision yeah. and everything. Um. So, like, I visualize my goals before it even comes to pass, yeah. and I just manifest it. Yeah. So, like, at one point, I used to drive on Mississauga Road and, like, look at these houses and be like, yo, one day I'm going to have these houses. Yeah. Like, one of these houses, you know? Because um, Jim Carrey, I watch one of his, his videos and, like, Oprah and all these people mm-hmm. I look up to, uh, he said he used to drive up and down to a rich area and, like, see himself living in these houses. Mm-hmm. And now he's, like, one of the biggest, like, actors in the world yeah man um same thing with oprah like she would like visualize her success yeah and now she's like the biggest television like of all time yeah, yeah, yeah. um and for me i used to do that with my car and now like i have a pretty cool car and now like i want to live downtown like right in front of the scene tower so right. i'm trying to get that this summer yeah, yeah um man. and like eventually like when i'm older i obviously want to like live in a nice house and like start a good family yeah just have yeah, an man. awesome life, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. And that's all starts from visualizing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Knowing what like you Like, you gotta want. write your goals down, for yeah, sure. Man. Yeah, But, like, the thing is, people think it's just visualization. Like, I said that on my podcast, the last one I did yeah. in Miami. I'm like, no, it's not just, like, setting your goals. Like, you can't just chill and, like, ask God for them and ask yeah, the universe. you gotta work towards You gotta that. work for it. Yeah. Like, I didn't, like, write goals down. I didn't be like, okay, I want to do Baca and do like a thousand people and then just sit, and then just and sit like, down and be like it'll come yeah it's gonna come <laughs> nah bro I put in a lot of yeah. work like yo I tell like I even like post some of my stuff to like show people people think my lifestyle is so easy I just literally just chill and like sleep yeah. and like do nothing they nah, don't see the hustle behind yeah I put in like 10 hour days like 5 times a yeah, week man, you know right. 
But it doesn't feel like work though. That's the beauty. And that's because you love it, right? Yeah, it just it feels like something that you want to do yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who said it, but they said if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. 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 That's how I. That's a famous quote. Yeah. yeah. So I agree with that, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Time just passes, and you're just like, yo, I love this shit. Like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Just like you in the music, right? Yeah. Same thing with this podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like you're working. Eventually, Bro, people no. are gonna try to pay you to get on this. Thing, right. Yeah. You know. You're yeah. like you're gonna be like I'm gonna want, I'm like yo can I get on the second show? You're like nah we're only taking orders. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. You sign or send over a contract. <laughs> They're like yo we're gonna invoice you to Shay. I'm like fuck. <laughs> you guys are on that level now. I'm like fuck. All right, I'll pay it. I'll pay. It. <laughs> Hopefully, man. Hopefully. Yo, what do you got planned in the summer? Do you have any like big summer plans? Because I'm sure um, like that's a huge time yeah, for the yeah. party scene. I actually want to do a concert in the summer. Nice. Yeah, when everyone's back from school. Um, either the Phoenix Center or Rebel. Dope. Yeah, with a big artist too. Yeah. I'm working on it right now. It's probably going to be April or May. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, on a, like, an off day, obviously, because they don't, like, we can't do it on a Saturday. It has to be, like, on a day they're not open. Yeah. And then you have to, like, buy out the club and shit. Um, but yeah, I'm working on a really, really big artist. Um, nobody knows this. Like, I don't, I didn't even tell my team because I don't want to tell them until I actually get it done. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want people to, like jinx it and stuff right, like that. Right, right. But um, I won't say the artist, but he's a pretty big guy, and uh, that's what I'm working on right now. That's fine. Yeah, well, I hope good. you I hope that pans out, yeah, man. Should yeah. be good. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's like one. Of, that was my bucket list, like of 2020. Like, yeah when i first started my mm. goals i'm like yo this has to be done so like how i do my goals i do small goals because um like a guy i look like tony Ram said like write down your goals but like write down small goals so you can check them off yeah but like when you write down big goals you got to celebrate yeah mm-hmm. you know what i mean because you got to like get the the feel of it you know what i mean so yeah that's how yeah. i kind of like do my shit so yeah yeah, yeah. i agree with that uh I learned this like very early on. Like you can make plans of like, oh, I'm gonna hit the gym like six a.m. But if you're not making goals of like going to sleep on time, yeah, you're not gonna finish that goal of going to the gym at exactly. a certain yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. Every goal yeah. should be a stepping yeah, yeah. stone to the bigger goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah, it makes so, sense. So I completely agree with you. Like you need smaller goals to get to the big goal. Like you need to do certain things to set you up for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Celebrating is an important thing as well because you gotta yeah. give yourself something back. Yeah, yeah, like a trophy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, like that trophy I won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about the awards. Um, so there were the annual promoting awards in Toronto, right? Um, it wasn't annual promoting. It was annual Toronto nightclub. Annual awards. Toronto nightclub awards. Okay, so sorry. basically, um, shout out to Richard D. He's the one who owns it. Um, he came out with this idea. I think like before I was even born, but um, he would like do awards for like that industry. Right. So like nightclub of the year, photographer door person right on. um i don't know like anyone in that space yeah. promoters and he would just give back to them you know like give back to them and like make them be excited for like this annual thing yeah and that brings the industry together you know because everyone's like like it's like even if i didn't win i would still be happy with the person who did yeah right you know because i'm not a i'm not a like a, a like spiteful type, yeah, a spiteful a, type of person yeah right? i'd be like congratulations you know so I won two back to back. The first awards Drake actually came out to. That yeah, was really back dope. to back and Drake. Back yeah, it's yeah, crazy correlation. Yeah, it's crazy. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> like he, he came that. out. That was dope. <laughs> Everybody's going crazy. Um, but yeah, I won those two awards, and it means a lot to me because basically it means we're the new generation. Yeah. yeah. Meaning like 
when like everyone else is out there in the industry, like we're the next upcoming. Right. You know, so to win that, it means a lot to me and to my team, of course. Yeah. And um, we worked a lot of hard. We worked really, really hard to get there. Yeah. It wasn't overnight. Um, it's literally like took me like ten years in the making to get to where I am now. Yeah. Um, and like now it's just like, where do I see myself in the next ten years? Yeah. You know right what I'm on. saying? Yeah, put your hard work in the spotlight. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like now, like in the now in a couple of years, I'm like, yo, like when I get my clubs and stuff, I better like win, like stuff like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. and my staff should win too. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's important to have awards like that because that makes you work harder. Be like, yeah. look, if yeah. I if I slack off this year, I'm not gonna win it the third time. I'm not yeah, gonna win it the fourth time. It's yeah. important because it means that, like yeah. it, it helps you like level up in a way right like like th- the last year i did really really well in my business like that's when like i saw a change you know and then i i you know i got you know obviously um awarded for that yeah but i'm like yo how do i duplicate that or take it to the next level yeah mm-hmm. so like now 2020 i'm like yo like i gotta go beast mode you know yeah right i gotta really kill it like take things to level where like no one ever seen it before yeah like no one's even doing it you know, in in our field. Yeah, yeah. So, that's kind of how I see it. Yeah, you speak a lot about uh, mentorship and how important it is to like speak to people who are more experienced than you might be. Uh, what are some of the mistakes that you may have like avoided having a mentor? Um, probably not listening to them when they tell me. <laughs> yeah. Um. So one of my mentors, his name's Fada. He's like a good friend of mine. Um. He actually, like, helped me get to where I am, too, because he, like, put me on and, like, introduced me to the right people yeah, where, yeah. like, now I work with and, right. like, have great relationships with. Yeah, um, yeah. Basically, like, he, like, kind of brought me in into the 19 place, 19 plus space yeah, and, like, introduced me to the club owners that he worked for. And now eventually I work for them. So I, like, I'm so grateful and thankful for right. that because mm-hmm. if I didn't have that opportunity... There's no way I would be at the clubs I work for now. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And, like, they wouldn't have known about me. So he would give me advice on, like, you know, stuff that I would ask him about. And I would be like, no, I really want to do this. So I'm not going to listen to you. And I would do it and fail and, like, lose a ton of money. And yeah. I'm like, and then he's like, I told you so. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man, this guy's so right. Yeah. Like, this guy, like, it's worth hearing that, too. That's I the thing about so. a mentor. Yeah. Your mentor is always right because... Yeah. They have, like, 10 years of experience on you. And they've been through it. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, yo, we're trying to tell you, like, don't go through that brick wall. And then you go through that brick wall, you're like, fuck, that hurt. Yeah, yeah right. Um, so, I mean, when you do have a mentor, like, use it to your advantage. Pick their brain as much as you can. I chill with a lot of successful people in their field. Yeah. Like, all my friends, like, my circle, my inner circle, not, like, my club circle, but my inner circle, they're the best at what they do. Yeah. So, like... I, I choose from like different industries yeah, right. and um, get their advice on things and like take in as much as I can because they're so busy. So it's like every time I have with them, I'm like picking their brain, yeah, man. Um, getting their advice. I'm like, yo, help me, help me, help me. Like, But like obviously I bring stuff to the table too. Yeah. I just don't take, take, take because mm-hmm. that's not a relationship you want to have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it damn man that's important uh, i feel like that's super important yeah yeah like i feel like in any relationship you gotta like it has to be like not a one-way ticket like you have to contribute they have to contribute. Oh, for sure that's then so it feels like then you're, it feels just, like you're then using them, right? like you're you're just them. them. Yeah, yeah like exactly. you're mooching yeah like yeah. even with people that ask me for stuff i'm like yeah i'll help you but like i don't say what's in it for me because yeah. it's like a wrong approach right, right, right but then i'm like i look at it like how is our relationship right yeah, now yeah, yeah. how's it benefiting you yeah. in any way yeah because yeah. right. now that. you gotta watch your energy like um like 
one guy said in an interview I watched, he's like, when I went to the highest of the highest in my career and I dropped down, it's because I surrounded myself with the wrong people. You know, look what happened to that football player, um, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez, yeah. yeah. Successful NFLer, <sighs> yeah, playing man. for Patriots, like Bro, one of the best teams of all time. $40 million contract, he was oh. there. And then he surrounded himself with the wrong yeah, people. And yeah. look, and look what ex-convicts. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, come yeah. on. Like, when you're in a different space... You only got to surround yourself with positive people. Like, you got to right. protect your energy at all times. Yeah. Because right. people, like, don't have the good intentions that you might think they will. Yeah. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? They don't have that energy and they want it for free. Yeah. Uh, or, like, people are just down to, like, bring you down. Yeah, like, yeah. to bring you down to their frequency. You know? Like, yeah, bring them yeah, down man. to your bad energy. And then when you surpass it, like, bro, you changed. Yeah. yeah. Yo, you no, changed. no. What did Jay-Z say? Yeah. That what, quote? Uh, was about, it? It was in a song, right? Or it's was like, it? I didn't no. change. What was it? Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, it's it's basically talking about like oh like oh man like you like you like you switched up but you really like you had to switch up yeah for you to get to that next yeah, level yeah. like I you can't stay at one level yeah. and think you're gonna surpass something if you're just like with the same mindset yeah, man. you ever you had know? friends like that but like yo yo yeah, shame, you change bro. man like, bro, shame, bro. You? like why you are you so no much more. designer you <laughs> 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 flex too hard yo flex. yo so um you <laughs> flex too hard I remember I was sixteen and I used to like throw parties right. Um, not I used to I still do but um, I used to throw all ages parties and uh, I remember like it was cold it was my birthday and I'm like yo I need a new winter jacket and I'm not gonna ask my mom I'm gonna buy it myself yeah. so I went to like Harry Rosen in square one mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, I saw the Canada Goose it just came out yeah. I didn't even look at the price tag. it's not like I was rich to not look at it but I just didn't yeah. and I didn't know the price I thought it was gonna be like a couple hundred then I go on like to the teller and it's like six hundred plus tax. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, only at three hundred. I'm like, can I put a down payment? <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'll come back tomorrow because I have a party and I'll pay the rest. So that's what I did. So, anyways, long story short, I literally put that in my wardrobe. And obviously, like, I don't have a wardrobe like I do now. Yeah. But I didn't have much. And my mom saw the jacket and I left the price tag. Yo, my mom flipped out. She's like, you bought a jacket for six hundred and yeah. something dollars. And uh, you're only 16 years old? Uh, what are you smoking? <laughs> I'm like, mom, I'm smoking that good weed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that's you so funny. You still have that jacket? Yeah, I do. Bro, for that's memories, like for crazy memories. symbol. Yeah, yeah for like, memories. I'm like, yeah. yo, like that party bought me that jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Damn. So, that was so funny. Like, my friends used, some of my friends used to be jealous because they're like, look at this guy with this can of goose. Like, who does he think he yeah, is? Yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm only, I'm so young. And it's yeah. not like mommy and daddy bought it for me. Right. Like, yeah. I earned it myself. You like, earned it yourself. Same thing with anything in life. Like, I don't take handouts, you know? Yeah. No, for sure. Um, I I want to be the guy to, like, get it done myself. For yeah. sure. I don't, I don't mind, like, getting help. But I don't want you to be like, yo, I gave that to you. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want someone to have yeah. it over you. Have that like, over you. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, to yeah, be exactly. like, yo, like, to have it over the head to be like, yo, you owe me. You yeah, know? remember because, that? Remember that I gave that to I you? Because I feel like people, when you, when you like, I don't know, it depends on the person, though, because I'm not like this. But if you do a favor, like, I'm not expecting another favor from you. Right, right, yeah. I'm just doing it out of my heart. Yeah. Because I'm a good person. Yeah. yeah. No, but sure. some people are like, yo, I did this for you. Like, yo. I expect something. Yeah, I expect yeah. something. What a, what a bad mentality. Yeah, yeah man. You got to stay away from those kind of people. Yeah, honestly. It's like try to put one over you. It's like, oh, I did this for you. Why don't you do this for yeah. me? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. you owe me one. Like, what kind of relationship is that? That's not even a friendship. No. Just like. <laughs> no. Man. That reminds me of those type of people. There's a quote. Um going back to like uh hating on i guess the success you have there's one quote that was like people want to see you do well but they never want to see you do better than them yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. i actually posted that on my insta yeah. like on one of my pictures 
Like, they want to see you do better, but not better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a serious yeah. quote right there. If you really take it in, yeah. that's really big. It was that to evaluate people around you as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Got to right. cut certain people around, man. I had to. Like, yo, at one point, I had a lot of promoters. Yeah. But, like, I felt like they are mooching off me. Yeah. You know? Like, they were just trying to get clout or something. Right, right, right. Like, because I'm like, yo, you guys are even making money. Like, why are you even promoting? Like, what are you doing it for? Yeah, yeah. Like, just be a clubber then. Yeah. Because you're just drinking my shit anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I had to, like, fire so many people yeah. at one point. And my guys are like, the guys that are doing well, they're like, yo, why do we have these people around? Yeah, right. You know, they're not contributing. Holding us back. Yeah, they're not yeah. contributing. Like, yeah. if for us to take it to the next level. Like, I have less people now, but we're doing way bigger things than right, we ever right, did. Right. It's like, about quality, right? Yeah, not quantity. It's all, yeah, it's all about quality, for sure. Yeah. Like, it's all who you choose in your yeah. team. Yeah, man. Um, I'm not sure who talked about this, but they're like, yo, your team... Oh, it's Obama. So, when I was in Miami, he was in Toronto. I actually missed his event. He mm. did a speaking engagement, mm. and, he, and my friend gave me a few quotes that he mentioned. He's like, your team is everything. Like, your team determines like your success yeah you know yeah so like who you rely on and like like does your like you know your your who's your go-to is like crucial yeah that reminds me um i read steve Jobs biography not too long ago as well and that was one of the main aspects of him having such you know a big company like you know, from apple then to pixar it was like yeah he was a dick to people but he had a clear understanding of the type of A-list people that he wanted around him, and he only chose those people. And anybody that didn't match up to what he wanted were fired on the spot. That's right. And he got rid of them. He's like, I only want people that are better than me or on my level. Steve Jobs is my idol, man. Yeah. He even said on his passing, it wasn't about the money he made. It was about the impact. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like his legacy will ever will forever be there. Oh, he changed sure. the digital space, yeah. man. Yeah. Consumer electronics. Yeah. But like Damn. he went through a lot of shit though. Like oh, he did. like everyone, I feel like when you go through something, you gotta grow through it. Right. You know? Yeah. For you to go through it, you gotta grow through it. So when he got fired from Apple, he could have quit. Yeah. And like been like a loser. Yeah. Cause he's like, yo, I just got fired from my own company. From my own company that I then built. look what he started after. He started Pixar. Yeah. yeah. And that was like the biggest animation thing yeah. in the world that everyone ever saw. Yeah. Went back to Apple where Apple was like going downhill yeah. and brought it up. You know what I'm saying? Like legendary. I think everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's yeah. that's really important to to take in. Like when you have a loss in anything, like that party I did, just imagine if I quit the industry. Yeah. Yeah. And I was working like a job I didn't like. I'd you, be so miserable. You wouldn't be where you are right yeah, now. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like anything you go through, whether it's positive or negative always make it positive yeah. yeah and like even when it's positive you gotta remember too like you could always be at the top but don't get lazy and stagnant yeah, yeah, you know like always yeah. strive for more don't be complacent yeah like well, always have your appetite to be more like drake said um like if you get a million dollars don't be like oh my god like i want to just keep it like i want to get another hundred yeah you know yeah yeah so you're gonna blow through that yeah <laughs> i think that's a good place to you always Round have it off, your appetite always has to be more than what it is yeah for it's sure. not a bad thing either like people think it's greed but it's not really greed no i, I think it's more a motivation i think yeah. more motivation than greed uh, greed plays a very variable term with motivation you're like okay you have whatever you have right now but if you have more you yeah. can give you know you can go back to giving back to the community as well there's more things yeah. you can do Right. And yeah. it's not just financially as well. It could be through knowledge. Yeah. yeah. As long as you're grateful, that's the most thing. Like, I'm very big on gratitude, and I always pray about it. Like, yeah. I always thank God for everything in my life, and then I ask God for more. Yeah. I don't just say, God, I want this, I want that, you know? Yeah. I yeah. start off with, like, oh, I'm so thankful for this. Yeah. I appreciate this. Mm -hmm. 
And then I'm like, okay, now I have this. This is what I want. Yeah. You know? That's a great mentality, Dad. Yeah. yeah. That's a great mentality. Yeah, that's what my great-grandmother taught me. She was so big on praying, you know? Yeah. And, like, I felt like her praying was, like, speaking her words into existence. Right. Yeah. But in a different way. More in, like, a re- not religious, but spirituality. Right. Because, like, praying and goal setting is kind of the same. It is. It is. It's I the agree. same thing, yeah. but, like, you're just doing it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a perfect place to stop. Yeah. Uh, would you want to promote anything, like, anything you have coming up, like, where they can find you? Social media. Yeah, you can, find, you can find me on my Instagram, at Deshae Maitland, um, on my business account, at Dynasty Affair, and then also... Uh, we have a really, really big party Friday, February 21st. So if you're in school, you're going to be out of school that day. Make sure you come out, check it out. It's going to be a really good time. Yeah. Uh, I promise you won't regret it. Definitely, man. Yeah. Probably yeah. see us there too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, the podcast might, might sponsor it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dope. All right. Thank you for coming through, right. man. Yeah, it was no great. Problem, it was appreciate Thanks for having me, guys. For sure. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Bam.